Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So this episode is all about growing big harvests from tiny gardens and it's inspired by a recent video that went live on the YouTube channel Living Big in a Tiny Home. Um, they came out, Bryce came out to a episode with one of the tenants on the farm, Vicky. And from that, it really inspired me to, to share with people just how small a garden they can have and how big a harvest they can have. So I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, and welcome back. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, then I'll put the link in the show notes. But there's an episode from Living Big in a Tiny House from Bryce Langston and he came out to the farm just a couple of weeks ago and did a video on one of our tenants Vicky Sinclair and Vicky had a story where she was living in New Zealand in a house in Christchurch and then the Christchurch earthquake came and demolished her house she lost everything and then over time she moved to Australia while they were waiting on rebuilding the house and when she, uh, through this loss of this house and kind of going through the grieving process and getting ready to rebuild, she realized she didn't want a big house and she saw just how much grief that brought her when she lost it all and that inspired her to go small, to go tiny in fact. And she, designed her own tiny house and just about six months ago she moved that tiny house onto the farm and it's been a really beautiful journey to watch Vicky landing on the farm and bringing that dream that she had of tiny living to life and and her home is just absolutely beautiful in and the only way to to really get a feel for it is to to watch that episode so if you've if you've got some time have a have a watch of that uh, you'll meet Bryce and you'll you'll see Vicky's house and then Bryce and I had a, a walk around the farm and we chatted about all things permaculture and food growing and and it was really inspiring to have have that chat with him and talk about different things that we can do together to to create more gardens in the world and one of the things that came from it afterwards was this idea of of tiny gardens and the idea of big harvests from tiny gardens so we're considering doing a, a thing together where we're going to teach people how to set up a tiny garden with really big results big harvests and I think one of the biggest things and this is what I wanted to do this episode on is so many people I come across think that you need a lot of space and I I just want to really dispel that myth and that's 
what this episode is is the the rant of that to just get some ideas out there get some get the the ideation flowing we just had our course our six-day intensive and there was a couple of people in the course that are in balconies and this concept again came up of how much food can you actually grow in a tiny space you know a balcony tiny home or a a small garden that rental where you have to pack it up and move it and my experience is the smaller that I go in my gardens my journey from owning the farm and growing for the farm for the community and then shrinking that down to smaller and smaller areas to now that I've got this small backyard garden Every time I've gone smaller, my harvests get bigger and my quality gets better and everything just improves. And that just blows me away that that can happen. I initially came into food growing from the, the farming side, wanting to learn how to grow food for my family. Met Jim, the, the farmer, which I've talked about in other episodes and wanted to, to learn how to scale it so I could be part of the solution to food in our local community on the Sunshine Coast. And since COVID happened and deciding to let go of the markets, there's been a few things that have all led back to tiny gardens. And not just tiny gardens, but I think tiny gardens really show us that the answer is to this big problem that we all have, that we're all part of, and that is, where does our food come from? How, how are we going to grow our food in sustainable, regenerative ways that don't need chemicals and that are not killing the soil and where we're actually risking complete loss of our soil is, what we're, is the, the problem that we're currently facing as a, as a species. Most of us don't know about that. It's not talked about. It's not something that many people want to talk about or have the answers for, but it's very clear that that is, that is the situation, that we are facing massive problems and a lot of it stems from our food system. Now, it's really clear that the big food corporations are not the answer. They're the ones that are putting chemicals into our food, into our soil, and polluting our people, our land, our air, our environment, and causing massive problems for where our food will come from in the future. So Chrissy sent me this this statistic the other day that said that farmers are three times more likely to commit suicide than any other part of the population meaning and not just willing and they are doing it so farmers around the world not coping the the system that we are currently operating at is not coping and this is the small family farms the farms in second world third worlds first worlds we're not talking about the big massive corporate farms that are run by big companies we're talking about mum and pa farms that just can't make it work anymore because of so many different uh, dynamics 
So big business, what they're looking to do, and this is for another episode, what they're looking to do is to push out the small farms and make big, massive farms, just like what we saw with Walmart come in and push small businesses out and then make this one big box store. We're seeing that already around the world. Again, very, very hush, hush. It's not something that is... You know, bought up and not run, farms are being bought up, not operated, just sat there for when these bigger companies want to amalgamate and take more control of the food system. Then on the other hand, you've got the small farmers that are providing to community through farmers market, um, CSA, direct, farm gate, all those kind of things, but they're not handling the, the stress, the load, and they're committing suicide faster than anyone else on the planet. So to me, we've got big, loud warning bells ringing. And it's not necessarily an easy solution, but it's, or it may be the, the answer there, it is actually easy and simple, but it's not everyone's gonna want to do this. But the solution is we need to go back to community growing the food the people growing their own food we have to go back to smaller scale tiny farms tiny gardens so this comes back to this topic now of big harvests from tiny gardens and my mission from seeing this episode meeting Bryce seeing all these factors that are out there is to about farmers, seeing what's going on with the big corporate world or farming, seeing the damage of the soil and the environment and seeing that we're not gonna have soil for our, our future, for our family. My daughter, if we don't make changes now, is not gonna grow up, grow up in a world where it's full of flowers and trees and you know all of the beauty and abundance that comes from the forests and and everything that the soil provides for i want to change that i want to make it so she does have that and to do that we need to take responsibility all of us each of us so if you're listening to this podcast then obviously you're you're someone that is taking responsibility wanting to take responsibility for your family for your community and I applaud you and I am inspired by you because it's the people that I believe will save our soils. It's the consumer turned producer that will make the changes required. And I really believe that just having a tiny garden and this a tiny garden could be a windowsill garden, a small backyard garden, a balcony garden, a pot plant garden, a vertical wall garden. These are all ways and ideas that we could grow food, not just our food, but we can also grow mini ecosystems because remember every single little garden, even if it's just a pot plant garden, is a, an entire micro ecosystem, a full community of life going on under the surface there there would be billions and billions of microorganisms in a healthy soil based compost rich mini food garden in in a pot plant that is 
So even it might only be producing a small amount of salad greens, it's producing life in the soil. We're creating soil through composting, turning our waste into soil, into humus, into life-giving properties that are the very building blocks of what our life is made up of. So I'm really passionate about seeing tiny gardens come to life, more tiny gardens all around the place. And I think the biggest thing is just the confidence to know that you can go tiny and that you can have some really big harvests. Now, this is not to say that we don't need local farmers and we don't need you know the mum and pa farms and the community farms and farmers markets of course we we definitely need that but we we can't just put all the pressure on them we need to all step up and to start growing something so just by planting one seed in a little pot on the kitchen windowsill is the beginning of the process of healing the soil and healing our bodies so my wish my hope is that from this episode that we begin more tiny gardens and i challenge you to start if you haven't yet started a garden i challenge you to start today a tiny garden and let's see if we can get because we're going to be working with bryce on this let's see if we can get a million new tiny gardeners a million new gardens and that could be one pot plant and it doesn't need to be a big deep pot plant I'm talking just a small little pot plant you can grow herbs in that pot plant you can grow lettuce salad greens medicinal herbs and then you can have bigger pot plants for different vegetables and you can grow pretty much everything you can eat in small tiny movable containers that are technically tiny gardens so I'd like to see the world of tiny house movement I'd like it to start to include tiny gardens and to applaud the tiny gardeners of the world because I believe from those tiny gardens are actually creating some of the most abundant collective gardens around the world the individual farmers far outnumber the big corporate farms and they're they're in trouble they're hurting so let's come together because the gardeners far outnumber the, the small farms and together we are a massive force so this is where this concept of a few tiny gardens in your community connected with other tiny gardeners in other communities we have the power to make big changes and i really believe if you're not if you don't have a garden now with the changes that are coming then you know what what's what is stopping you like and i i think from what i'm hearing from people asking questions i feel like people just don't realize just how easy it is just how simple it is to start they think it takes a lot of time it doesn't take time it doesn't have to take time my backyard garden which is big now now that i 
have been considering this idea of tiny gardens, I spend less than an hour a week, like a lot less than an hour, probably like 20 minutes a week. And most of that is just harvesting. So, you know, once a month I'll go out and, and do maybe two hours, maybe uh, every three months I'll do a day out there. But it doesn't actually have to take a lot of time. So imagine just for a, a very small, tiny garden, little pot plant garden, we're talking, you know, minutes a week, just nurturing, talking to them. You can spend a lot more time with them, definitely. But that's definitely one thing that we can dispel. It doesn't take much time. It doesn't have to take a lot of money. In fact, it doesn't have to take any money. You could start with an egg carton with some soil, preferably some compost, some good healthy compost, and a seed from one of the fruits or veggies in your your fridge or in your in the fruit bowl maybe a cucumber and just get that sprouted and then plant that in even if it was in a roadside garden or out the front or in a bigger pot plant and let that trail up a trellis on your balcony and you're going to have cucumbers but again like i've always said it's way more than just the food that we're harvesting we're really growing so much more than that we we're growing soil, soil microorganisms, compost. We're making compost from our waste. And this is, I think, the most important work that we could be doing. And it sounds really simple, just grow a little garden. But actually, it's, it's such a major thing to contribute to this world. So thank you for those that have started a garden and thank you for those that will start a garden i'd love to hear you if like even if you've got a big plot of land like i did i, I didn't do tiny gardens so i kind of kept my big gardens out out on the farm and i didn't actually have tiny gardens i didn't have gardens in the house around the house so if you've got a big garden hopefully this could be the the reminder of like hey go remember don't not do the tiny garden just because you've got a big garden some of the most harvested gardens i've got are the ones that are just outside my door they've still got access to some sun i can move them they're in pot plants and and they're amazing so thanks so much thanks so much for joining me in this episode all about tiny gardens i'll see you in the next one Bye for now. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.